What is up, everyone? This is Paige. Wait, you can't do that. What is, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I'm gone for one week and Josh is all trying to take my spot. I got one what thing on up? this podcast. One thing. And one that thing. is, what is up, everybody? I am super excited to be back. I've missed yeah. you as much as you've missed me. We have, as always, an amazing podcast for you. And we have our lovely co-host. We have Josh, who's high AF winter. Smoke is arising around him. We have Cody, the absolute worst. Yeah. I can't remember his last name right now. And, of course, my, <laughs> myself, Paige. I'm being super petty tonight. I don't know why wow. I'm just in that mood. Um but we have wow. a lovely show for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about application. Um, we put out a team application for Jammers in the Rough, and we had a lot of applications. And so we're purposely keeping it small this year. So we're going to dive into that. But Cody, Josh, what did I miss last week? Are you going to catch me up? You don't even know uh, my name. <laughs> it's, I mean, uh, it was it was kind of a shit show. Cody, Cody found some magical pill in a drawer, took it. And then he didn't know how to reset his internet. No, no, no. Then he can fill in the blanks there. No. I had injured my neck. We found a muscle relaxer in the medicine cabinet. I took said muscle relaxer. It relaxed me. It also soothed the soul. My internet worked. Josh, his internet ended up kicking him out of his own feed. I had to go solo for a little bit, Han style. Well, all I know is whatever you did last week gave Josh the courage to try to pull his Joe Rogan experience here and go full up smoke. <laughs> so, Cody, I'm gone for one week and you just okayed drugs on our podcast. And I am not. No, okay with no. That. I mean, that's just, Snoop no, Dogg up there. Look at him. He just, <laughs> I don't know if he's vaping or what. What's your name on here? What's your name? What's that say? That oh wait you oh, can switch daddy. my name <laughs> oh I, I think I did last week say something about daddy and Jerry Ann yeah. has not let me forget it yet so oh, I like that so I will talk about the applications guys can I say how disappointed I am and we asked a question and the majority where it was like the question was like who is the worst and we just need to know that you guys listen right but everyone said Paige. A few people said Cody, and I was really disappointed with that. And not a gosh darn soul said Josh. And I don't know what the hell is up with that. But out of Same. all of our applications, I don't know why I got dragged so hard when I'm the le- reason you listen to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that that, mu- that must be it. That must be it. You know what? It pays off to be a nice guy, Paige. Take a hint. Take a hint. <laughs> Are you just like messing with Cody at this point? We're gonna. I don't even know anymore. I think he was trying to change his name back and then like freaked out and backed out. Exactly. All yeah, I know, uh... Paige, is the people have spoken. <laughs> you, my friend, are the worst. They just know I'm inside on the joke. It's all it's all yeah, what okay. it is. There's nothing but love for me, and that's all I could appreciate at this point in life. So thank you guys mm-hmm. for for thinking about me and your team applications. Unfortunately, we couldn't accept everybody. I do want to make that note that out of all of our applications, we were only trying to select a very small amount because we already have three people on the team, um, right? One, two, three-ish people on the team. Are we considered we, on the team? 
No, you don't. No. Like I told you this. You don't get. You don't sponsor yourself. It's bad look. We sponsor other people. <laughs> but do we throw discs? Uh, I'm very I mean, confused. I, I throw discs. I throw discs. But good. do we have any discs to say jam? Why don't we have anything that says jammers? We're gonna get there. God, what? Why? Do, why don't we, Cody? You're part of this podcast as well. Why don't we have our swag hey, and merch? We've talked about this in depth, so you should have the answer, Cody. Here, I just well, show up late. Here. I just show up late. Uh, up in center. Up yeah, in center. Hey, answer your question, yeah. Cody. Yeah. yeah. I don't Let's know, Cody. I mean, I'm not in charge of money. I'm not. I wear shorts to work. Well, then he freezes again. <laughs> I'm barely employed. <laughs> I'm barely employed. I wear yeah. shorts. And so yeah, that's, that's my answer for everything. <laughs> because we're not greedy and trying to profit off what we're doing is the short answer. We're selling um, belt buckles for six hundred. That's that's TSA. They're 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 wild with it. They guys got a win this weekend, so congrats to Maria Oliveira. tonight. That was huge comeback win because I was looking at it, and um, Jen Allen had a nine stroke lead at one point, and. To keep their head down and keep pushing was a huge victory because it's not an easy course, especially with a course that might like cater to Jen Allen's arm. So I was I was here for that and that was super exciting. So congratulations to TSA member. And they have hopefully a disc coming. I don't know what was the Josh, you'd be the person they were announcing. Was it a co- like a construct or whatever? Yeah, the construct ethereal. Let's see. Oliva. Like a... I just can't talk tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's, I'm getting yeah, corrected in the chat. Good. Yeah. Who who has uh who has her on the uh the draft? Hmm. Oh, that was that was uh an A tier. No one counts A tiers. Yeah. I understand. Drafts. It's just it's just you know my player is just flexing. That's all I'm saying. They're showing <laughs> you what the season's don't, gonna look don't like. Don't even. Don't be like that. <laughs> all season long, I'm gonna be like that. Don't be petty. Just... I mean, doesn't Cody have equal? <laughs> There's a flex. Who? I, I have no idea. The only person I know who's still on my team is Tatar. That's it, because I picked her first. The rest of my team, I, I don't know. Oh, man. You got Didn't I wild. pick Varela and you made fun of me? I, I can't even remember. <laughs> uh, oh. See, Paige, we need to talk about your solid first round. We will. We will. We're going to let Paige talk about the team first, but then we'll have him talk about what happened at the GOAT, hanging out with some GOATs. I'm not ready to talk about what happened to the GOAT. I'm ready well, to don't worry. We got some time. You got some time. We're gonna talk <laughs> but about no, it. So we're talking about our team applications before, of course, we were derailed by Cody, um, being Cody. So we're being intentional this year. Next year, our goal is to have more team members on there, but we wanted to keep it small. So we have about five to six members on our team. We've already announced uh our members that were kind of pre-existing carryover, which is Colin Hayden, Dallas Garber, um, Jamie Lee Moore are our three that we announced over the couple of weeks before our application leading up to it. And so the reason we highlighted those three individuals and they didn't have to submit an application was because they're already doing so much work locally and with me that it just made sense to, instead of, cause they were like, all three of them were like, I'm ready to slap team page on my back. And I was like, no, we're going to do team jammers in the rough because we want to grow our podcast. And this is what we're about because Ideally, and others, and, and others, others. Uh, but mm-hmm. ideally, we're trying to grow mutually with people. So, when we brought in the sponsors for our podcast, it wasn't to try to profit for ourselves, it was literally can we help black vinyl discs grow? Can we ha- help rare air discs grow? Um, Soul Crusher, Terminal Velocity, 
uh, CH Sports. It's all about growth and mutually. And so our three sponsors were just that, and it's been proven to help each other grow. And so we made it formal. So then we opened up the application, and I really enjoyed our questions because at the heart of it, what we're trying to do as sponsors is tailor our package specifically for the individuals. So when Jerry Ann accepted our team slots, um, it became a team member. We sat down with them and are going to sit down with them to tailor what it is we're going to do specifically for them and how we can support them grow. When um, was it Ryder? What's their first name? Jeremy. Jeremy, thank you. Are you like forgetting everything tonight? I'm, what is I'm happening? terrible with names tonight. I'm just terrible with names tonight. You don't even know my name. Exactly. I'm just. So when we accepted Jeremy Ryder onto the team, um, we loved his application and we are looking forward to that conversation where we can help support them grow as professional. And lastly, Jason Harden Jr. Um, he was like 2011 junior world champs. Like the one thing he did. Um, is that and... a backhanded compliment? Goodness. <laughs> but they based on his application and acceptance on the team, it was that same idea of like, how can we help this individual grow to the best of their abilities as well as helping jammers in the group? So um, for all of the applications that were in there, there was a lot of good answers. I think we were at 30 or tw like 25, 30, somewhere around there applications and so we accepted roughly about 10 percent of them with the idea of being intentional that doesn't mean we're not going to accept more halfway through the year especially if like these first five are going to be extremely successful our first six are going to be extremely successful then that would encourage us to invite more but as we start to grow jammers in the rough we're going to start to like make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with the right individuals and sponsors and so that's why and how we chose that. I don't know if Josh or Cody, if you guys want to say anything on top of that or. No, that, about, that, about, that about sums it up. That's, uh, you know, we went through them all. But everyone had had great answers and it's hard to, to narrow it down just to only a couple. Um, but we're growing. We're growing every single episode. We get more and more viewers. Um, and as we grow, we can expand it out. And I'm super excited with the, the group we have going forward and um, seeing how we can make them better, make us better, make everyone around us better, and just disc golf in general, grow the sport. Let's do it. Yeah, and with that, of course, swag is to come, and our goal isn't to profit off of any swag, right? So it's like, if we spend $20 on sweatshirts, it's usually going to be like, you know, $22 plus shipping or something, so that that money can go into the pool to support um, our sponsored players. Like, we're not here to get to make money we all have full-time jobs we're all doing like i mean he's a pe teacher but he's still doing all right for himself like <laughs> i mean he does go me like once or twice a month but that's cody so our goal is to continue to do that so we will have stamped discs we will of course continue giveaways and i think it was like four or five episodes you guys saw me rocking a shirt we're gonna try to get a couple samples so that we can get the best quality shirts out there and of course team stamps i think everybody loves team stamps so i'm gonna work with mike kemp and black final dies to get some of our lovely sponsored players <laughs> team stamps i like this idea and jerry and jammer should stamp disc with her crushing a bottle of maple syrup i, can I like see that it. i can see it's it in my head already a canadian thing we could just... do 
speaking of Canadian things that we can do, are we? Wait. Are we, talk, are we doing the giveaway here, or are we going to do it afterwards? I couldn't remember on the messages. Hmm. Afterwards. Okay. Afterwards. Yeah. Um, we have seen a lot of our northern friends come in to the chat to um, viewing viewing these episodes, and so love seeing that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you for the support. Now, there's a lot yeah. of flag stamp discs. How come there's no Canadian flag stamp disc? Because there's only like 30 people in Canada that play disc golf. No, it's wow. growing. No. <laughs> wow. It's I'd rock a Canadian flag. I'd rock a Canadian flag. Just Hell yeah. you are petty tonight. <laughs> I told you. Petty. Be, be for petty. I'm You're making fun of whole countries. Yeah, whole countries. I watched How I Met Your Mother extensively, so like all the Canada hate is right up there. Did you just say Canada? Canada. It's okay. I got family in Canada. I can say these things. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, uh, Paige does not speak for all of us. Uh, yeah. Like, I let's... love you all. And just, no way. The, the scene up there is growing so fast. It is growing so fast. It, you know, it was small at one point, and it's growing and growing and growing. And love it. More growth, the better. I think what better than like highlighting it with like a dismay. Oh, right here. Boom. Wow, Paige. <laughs> oh, the majority, eh? <laughs> the majority oh of our viewers. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Somebody take over hosting duties. <laughs> can we can we kick it? I mean, last week we had a good time. We didn't have negativity like this. We had a good time. And he was not here. Oh, here we go. Perfect. I agree. 100 percent Paige is See, the worst. And this is why you lost. Mm. Mm. He's in a little sassy little attitude. Oh, it's because you guys aren't talking. You guys just let me talk, and this is where I spiral too naturally. You know what? You let's hear about talk. your. You just continue no, to run your mouth. Let's just let him do it. You know what? Let's <laughs> bring back you know Daddy. <laughs> bring him back. Bring him back. I mean, I still got a couple of those pills left. I can go take one, but it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> you know what, Paige? I think uh, we can end it with. We're super excited for the team. We're super excited for the new viewership and our northern friends. And the growing community up there, FU page. And let's hear about your Goat Hill challenge. It was a challenge, wasn't it, Paige? Uh, let's hear all about it. <laughs> why why do we have to talk about it? I don't want to talk about it. I did one amazing thing, one and a half days of amazing, one and a half days of absolute trash. Um, but that's not to say I was like playing inherently bad. Um Round one, I mean, I think if you guys don't know, I shot negative five. I was sitting 13th. At one point, I was 10th, um, kind of tied with the eagle and the big people. And I was feeling really good about myself and executed my game plan. The big question, I think I went to Goat Hill, was can my my game translate to a bigger stage? The answer was definitely yes. And I proved that um, round one as well as round three for three quarters of the tournament. Um, what happened on day two was the wind went from like 15 to 25 miles per hour to 30 to 40 miles per hour. And I kept a really good mental game for the first 10 holes that just happened to be the adjustments I made weren't correct. So for example, when I'm 360 out, I usually grab my FD three, but I was like, this tailwind is like ripping. So let me go down to my Ursus. I threw my Ursus 360 in that tailwind but that wind decided to carry it 380 to a hazard. 
And so there was a lot of that where it's like, I thought I made the right choice. I committed to the shot. It didn't work out. And that was a lot of the first, like, I think eight holes. And then I birdied nine um, and was feeling good. And then hole 10, I made the conscious decision to be like, trust myself. And that didn't work. <laughs> so I had a really rough day, too, where it's like I was trying everything that I could to to battle back and just not doing as successful. And so I let that go. Like after day two, um, I finished strong. I went birdie, par, birdie on uh, 16, 17, and 18 to get back down to 13 over. It was ridiculous. It was 13 over. Um, but I felt good with that finish because I finally kind of started pulling things together. Day three, I knew I can push the cash line because I had such a good day one if I put together some things really well. So I started off with a birdie on hole one, um, put together a lot of pars, and then birdied hole nine, and I was negative two. So then my goal from there was to be like, make it to hole 13 so that I get to the birdieable stretch and I can attack. So I was negative two, moving to hole 13. What my big mistake was and the kind of pitfall and trap door that I fell into was that concept of what it means to attack. I took off my safety that I was doing because my, my whole approach was like 80% throws, 20% control. So I took that filter off and decided to be 100% like, throttle which put me in a lot of uh difficult situations that i couldn't really get out of um took a couple bogeys and kind of lost that negative two a little quickly and then hole 18 was just like i'm done with this let me end on a birdie sailed my putt sailed my putt and decided to take a double on the last hole instead of laying it up because i wanted to like just try to end on a big putt so the way I've been saying it is I shot one and a half rounds of absolute amazing golf um, and one and a half rounds of absolute terrible golf, which is, you know, sometimes the nature of the beast. I'm continuing to relearn the same lessons over and over again because clearly I'm not making the adjustments, um, but I'm close. I feel like I'm really close to a breakthrough. Um, day one, I definitely felt all of the support. Even day two, there was a lot of people that reached out to me which I was really thankful for um, in some of those conversations because I just couldn't um, comprehend what was going on, even though I was feeling theoretically good. I think um, preparation went down there, did everything really right. There was a lovely massage person on, on standby there. Her name is Kim. So shout out to Kim who worked my quad and my bicep in order to get that actually functional. I had a huge knot in my bicep that was impacting some of my putting on day two, but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of my goat hill in a nutshell. It was kind of disappointed that that's how it ended, but um, at the end of the day, like I felt really good about what I was doing. It just didn't necessarily translate to success outside of those one and a half rounds. Yeah. I mean, let's see after round one, it was a solid round. I bet you felt amazing started yeah. out the, the second day doing well and then it kind of went you know a little downhill from there but you know all together it sounds like you learn another lesson like what what do you think was the biggest thing that that held you back from getting back on track after you know halfway through a second round uh, is it like was it mentally it was it was definitely mental and also dealing with some physical components my disc literally like i was losing my grip for the first time in disc golf and 
coming from a strongman world, that's always a scary thing because if you have another lift to do and you don't have your grip, that's going to impact you, right? And so second round, I realized, and it was way too late, that my bicep was hindering me more than I thought it was. And there was times where, like, I would throw and, like, instantly look at my hand because I had no grip. Um, and I kind of just chalked that up to, like, compensating on turf tee pads. I already, I've already been on record saying, like, I have tough time following through on uh, turf tee pads being a heavier guy. And so I think my upper body was compensating for that. And I didn't make that adjustment quick enough. And then by halfway through uh, day two, it was just like, yeah, it was mental at that point to where putting's not working. I thought I was doing everything I needed to do and it wasn't going my way. And then it was just like, I had a conversation earlier about like, you know, there's luck involved, but very rarely is unlucky involved. Usually it's a skill issue and it means to get better. So I felt like I was embodying like not unlucky because I didn't want to breathe that into it. I was just like, I just need to get better in these conditions. And like I said, I thought I did, um, but clearly I didn't. And so it was, I was trying and trying. And then when I finally rebounded, it was like starting to calm down. And I was like, the moment I got that birdie on that back end, I was like, see, I know I had to play in windy conditions. I just don't know how to play and severe wind and so like some of those expectations i have a slow time adjusting to because you look mm -hmm. at like after my round you see everybody struggling not as many struggled as much as me granted but everybody was struggling that second round and sometimes i internalize it to be i am struggling i am trash i need to make the adjustment i'm not making the adjustment like and that mental spiral and fallacies and pitfalls start to get out of control and you start believing them until you realize and little, usually later than 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 earlier that uh, it's not you, it's just the conditions you're playing in that are negatively impacting you. I think we have Cole Rudolin at uh, Trojan at the Resistance Open where it's so wet and rainy, eventually he just quits drying off his discs. Eventually he just quits trying to stay dry. And it's just like sometimes you got to embrace those conditions. Like my mistake was I was going for the pin and trying to save birdies and pars. What I probably should have done is play aggressively for pars instead of that. So it's like, instead of going 360, let me grab my putter and throw it 300, knowing the wind's going to carry it, lay up, take my par and move on instead of being like, you know, so it's like there needs to be an adjustment that happens that I'm aware of that I just wasn't aware of this weekend. So, um, Definitely, like like I said, like I learned a lot of lessons learned, a lot of conversations to be had with Casey Bloom and Colin Hayden, who I was crashing with down there, because they struggled as well, and that sometimes was like so rewarding to me because we're able to like talk about openly and intimately about what happened on that day, and then and you don't feel alone with exactly, the struggle, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I well, I mean, I don't. I don't care what Cody says about you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Um, I'm definitely, definitely proud of myself. Like I said, my biggest question going down there, does my game translate? Resounding yes. My game can be successful on the MPO stage. Now I need to continue to develop mental fortitude, focus, and carry that into what I do. So it's no longer a confidence issue. 
It's no longer doubting what I'm doing, having the impact. It's literally get my head out of my ass and play disc golf. Yeah, I like it. I like it. As long as you learn something from it, that's that's the main thing. We're always growing. As long as you grow, you grew with it. That's the main. That's the main thing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, also, it looks like uh, you could have won if you had a goat towel. So no, that's the wet conditions. That's a cold Redolin. Um. Yeah, but you could use it to block wind as well. It's pretty big. Can you? So well, you yeah, just so... like throw your disc and run with a goat towel in front of it, kind of doing no, the just... curling. Hey, we have Canada people, right? The curling. We're just gonna use uh, towels to block the wind. <laughs> Are you trying to start a, a fight with the whole country? I'm trying to show my Canada love. Curling is a sport in Canada, and I know that. <laughs> I mean, it's a sport in other places too. Not like it is in Canada. <laughs> it's a yes, lifestyle up there. Look at this. I got lots of yeses here. Yes, yes, it's yes. Curling. I don't even know what they're yesing. And disc they're just golfing upset. the rest of the year. <laughs> Hurry hard. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my Go Hill experience. I thought it was uh, great. Um, also, being back in the sun, it was kind of different being like, oh, yeah, it's 30 degrees up here in Oregon, and it's 75 degrees, but also it's 7 o'clock, and now it's 30 degrees. So it was like 30 degrees in the morning and then blistering hot in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, you want to show off your new disc? Oh, uh, mm -hmm. I could. I could. I want to. Let's. I want to. People want to see it. So, guys, people. I got this. We can highlight. Let me get a better stamp. I am super pumped for this, guys. So, those that don't know, I was the Oregon State champion for MA1 last year, and I worked with Grow It, um, who is a smaller company that kind of fundraises for stamps, focusing on partnering with UPlay, as well as raising money and growing the game in and out of Oregon. Um, so I partnered with them to design the stamp. Terminal Velocity is one of my, uh, the show sponsors as well as one of my sponsors. They have a new mold that just came out called the Cervini, which is, um, uh, I keep saying like Valkyrie-ish, it's like 10, 5, negative 2. Um, I thought it was negative 3. I thought I it was going to be a little bit flippier. Okay, so maybe it flies like negative 3. And so um, Terminal Velocity partnered with me to kind of celebrate uh, my accomplishment as a state champion. There you go. Ooh. And so we're going to do a giveaway. Let me see this one. We're going to give this one away on our Facebook page. So if you guys get a chance, go you know, follow our Facebook page and we'll do a fun giveaway. Um, probably around some maple syrup facts. Um, but is that, a, is that a silhouette of you? That's a silhouette of me. When I literally, Damn. why would I win state championships? My buddies are all there, so I kind of waved to them with my disc, and it was like absolutely stoked. But the big thing is, when I partnered with Grow It last year, we worked together to do a suicide prevention uh, workshop at a suicide prevention conference, and so we brought in what is it? We utilized three sponsors: Birdie, Terminal Velocity, and Grow It to gain access to um, mid-ranges, putters, and fairways. And so we served roughly around 15 youth. We brought in a local dyer, Jory Reed. So shout out to Jory Fly Dyes, um, who came in and taught the kids how to die. And so in the suicide prevention workshop, we got a, we taught them disc golf. We taught them some skills that are translatable, 
some positive coping skills as well as getting out into nature and playing disc golf. They got to keep everything. So all of the putters, the mids, the, the things were all provided to them. And so one of the goals with my team stamp, my triumph stamp was, like I said, I'm not trying to profit off of anything is that hundred percent of the profits from this is going to go towards another suicide prevention workshop in the future. So I'm not going to be profiting off of it. It's just really cool that I was able to tie my victory to something more positive, um, which brings us to the message of when it comes to suicide prevention, when it comes to suicide ideations and thoughts, please reach out. There's a lot of resources out there that are available uh, for mental health and mental health concerns. There's definitely hotlines. There's text hotlines. Um, there's Eric, which is partnering with the Disc Golf PDGA Tour. Um it's something that I don't think is widely talked about. And it's a lot of what I spend my personal career doing and chasing. So it's like, I'm a resource. If you guys are ever, you know, having a difficult time and want to come or have a conversation, I'm definitely here. So it's something that I adamantly believe in and what better way to kind of show my love of disc golf with suicide prevention. That's my little plug, but we will be doing a conversation or giveaway next on our Facebook page for this. Um, and, I can't thank Grow It Enough for designing this. These are, like I said, the three sponsors for not only the suicide prevention workshop that we did, but also of yours truly, Paige Potato. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And you know what? You have three great sponsors helping you. That's awesome. Exactly. Get people right, back and you do a good cause. That's, can't, can't beat that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading chat. Yeah, I mean. I know. And I think when it comes to like that one, like men's feelings and emotions matter. So please don't stop talking. And I think that is such an important aspect in disc golf, especially where like we have a lot of like predominantly men that are in this sport. There's a lot of conversations that happen on that disc golf course, a lot of growth that happens. And so, yeah, I do want to reiterate that those feelings definitely do matter. Um, and to feel comfortable sharing because we have a great community out there that are supportive. And I love seeing it on a bigger stage. So I don't need to talk too much about too much about all of that. Just wanted to kind of like these literally arrived today, and I was like, we got to do a giveaway. We got to figure out like how to get these in as much hands because Terminal Velocity is doing absolutely amazing things. Speaking uh, of them, don't they have something on Infinite Discs right now? I'll let you talk about. I'll let Cody talk about that. I've been talking all right, for a Cody. long time. All right, Cody. Why don't you talk about this little right here? What we got? What do we got? Well, um, Infinite Disc, they usually do blogs on like different manufacturers, different disc companies, and Terminal Velocity Disc uh, was brought up this week, and they are out of uh, Rockwall, Texas. So Zach Wendell is the owner, started out as just like selling disc, and then got into making molds, and his first mold, the Ursus, was an overstable uh, mid-range, yeah, with that bear stamp, you can see it right there. So he is releasing or releasing today the Cerveni, which is kind of like, from my understanding, I haven't got one yet. Zach, if you're watching mm -hmm. <laughs> that, um, but like Eric Oakley, you can see right there is bagging the Ursus right now. And he's got some really, uh, really cool stuff happening. So it, it was kind of cool to, you know, be able to work with Zach and uh, he sponsors our podcast and he is doing some really cool things. So I'm really excited to get the Cervini in my hands. It's going to be like a understable, I think, 10-speed 
So like 10, 5, minus 3, 1, I would say. I haven't thrown it yet, so. Is this a stamp for it? And look at that stamp right there. That is the stamp for the uh, Cerveni. So the Cerveni is kind of like a, not a deer, not a moose. Elk? I'm not sure. Elk? Elk. So, but yeah, definitely pretty cool. I mean, if Eric Oakley's doing it, is this good? So, <laughs> is this good? Yeah, that's a great question. Good. So yeah, check out, uh, go to infinitedisc.com. You can check out that blog uh, and you can read some of the background about Zach and the, the company. And then I think the new plastic that he has it out is mica, if I'm correct. The new plastic for the Cerveni is mica. Um, and I think they are going to do a signature run of the Quartz Ursus, maybe with Eric Oakley, if it says right there. Hmm? So I will say, too, like, Zach has been a guest on our podcast four or five times at this point. Um, so the, for the article past is definitely, couple years, yeah. Yeah, for the past couple years, that's what I mean. But he's on record here. If you guys want to go back in our catalog on Spotify or YouTube and dig up some old ones, he definitely talks about um, kind of some of his inspirations. So he's definitely all about science. He loves extinction, extinct animals. And so terminal velocity being that scientific term, but also looking at like all of the plastic being rocks, um, like all of that fun stuff. So like you have the calcite because it's naturally... Uh, is it yeah Glowed. naturally glowing stone you have granite because it's the baseline um, what's this one that's glass glass, glass. i like this one because it's like it has some good flex to it and it's grippy and, and so, that one's got a little dome the calcites are all like yeah. flat and that one's got a little dome and it's beat that's yeah. probably the beefiest one i think i think the purple is the beefiest purple and greens but greens are flat not domey um and so He's just kind of a nerdy guy that loves discs, and Whoa. we love to support him on here because of that. He does can, I not, can, I, can I not say people are nerdy because they like I mean, science that's, stuff? Like, that's not a hot negative. take. That's like leg legitimately the definition Zach, of nerdy. Zach, if you're in here, say something. You can't just be calling people nerds. <laughs> yeah, you can't even call me a nerd all day. Well, I mean, <laughs> wait a second. Um, but yeah, that's it's it's pretty cool. And he likes yeah, to well, apocalypse level uh things that's what he always likes to talk about he's Doom's just waiting day. for the world just to explode and he, he has one day see sick art on disc. and he has sick art on all of his discs. uh who did the last stamp which one the one for the cerveni that it just showed i, I don't sure. know i'm not sure who did it does it have Zach, tell us we need to know we'll see does it say uh let's see show on stream did it say i don't know can you I don't see that. It might have been Eric Oakley. He may have drawn. He, he probably drew that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Must have been Eric. Eric Oakley. Sign it up right now. Eric, if you're watching. You heard Thanks. Here first. I will say I met like Eric at Goat Hill. Talk about 100% genuine to who he is. Um, but his love for the Ursus definitely is genuine. Like being able to talk to him about it and how excited he was to pull it off, show it off. Uh, Casey Bloom had the, the calcite glow. The glow one, so he's showing that stamp, and then I had the community disc golf lounge terminal velocity collaboration Ursus, so I was able to showcase that one. He's like, Oh my god, I love that stamp, you got to get it to me. So, like, talk about being like genuinely in love with like the Ursus. Um, Oakley is definitely, definitely that guy. Flat, it's a yeah, glidey, glidey justice, and not quite as overstable, especially depending on the run. Yeah, the, I was gonna say that purple one is overstable. 
that purple one is the glass is the most overstable this is like mid stability and then the granite especially if you beat that thing in it it goes forever but you know this would be his second disc but he has multiple plastics in one disc and then he has his second mold being released that's how it starts that's how it starts pretty soon he's gonna have a whole lineup and every time he comes on here he makes fun of me it's terrible well, I mean, you give them I mean, reason. Everybody who comes on here kind of makes fun of you. Whoa, whoa. We have, I mean, on Spotify, <laughs> we have an entire list of that being proven correct. Hey, yeah. all I'm gonna say is, what did the survey say? Page is oh. the word. I think we didn't tell you up exactly, but I mean, oh, I'll tally it up. I have the Google spreadsheet right here. I'll get <laughs> it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tally it up right now. One second, I got nothing better right. to do with my time. Yeah, because we're not co-hosting right now, right? So you're like, no, this no, this is way more important. This is science. I'm gonna create a new spreadsheet. Uh, I'm not even looking at you anymore. What does this say? Also, Simon Lazat was everyone's favorite out of all our little statistics. Everyone's favorite disc golfer was Simon. Everyone's least favorite was yeah. Paige. Who has uh, who has Simon um, in our draft? We have. Oh, you you do, Josh. I know. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hey, actually, someone wrote all of you. Hmm. Also, Where? and someone wrote Lurch. Someone wrote Lurch is the worst. Someone wrote Dallas is the worst. <laughs> we have equally 20% Paige and Cody. And then 20%. No, that's no. That's Josh. Exactly. Oh, Josh, because he got in the TSA elevation. And <laughs> Josh did get called out and with a reason, too. Hmm. Heck yeah. Love it. If well, any of the people that are on the team wrote my name, I'm kicking them off. Josh, because he got on the TSA Elevation Ambassadorship, and I didn't. I know mm, you are going to have a plate full of applications, and it goes on for a long time. Mm, but... You're right. You did. You did say it earlier that they. I was told someone wrote none someone... of none of you are the worst. Well, that's a boldface lie. That's it's like way at the beginning. That. Somebody mentioned that they that no, it's a lie because I. Told Josh that he was a horrible, horrible person. Because I hate all of you. Uh, I will worst. say, out of all of our, <laughs> all of our, all of our uh, questions about to jam or not to jam, there was one person that was like not to jam, and I was like, well, that's kind of our whole shtick. Like, I don't know why, why they're applying when they don't want to jam. <laughs> and what they don't know is that that question it instantly deleted their. Uh, deleted them if you wrote not the jam it just deleted it was like amazing application it was like amazingly thought out questions and answers and it was like to jam or not to jam he's like not to jam so we're like well gotta shred this up and move on with our lives because they don't want to jam what is this is your shredding are you milking a cow what is it you shred it up once not makes sense look like from meet the parents what is it can you milk me Yeah, you're ripping like this. You were doing this motion. I'm shredding your application. Shredding it. That was more Um, like, "Mm, that wouldn't shred. I'd say that's more of a ripping. A ripping in the Terran. Wait, peanut butter is delish. Why are we, who's saying peanut butter isn't good? Who said peanut butter isn't good? You. Uh, (laughs) No, I love peanut butter. I eat it out of the jar, man. They're saying like jam, peanut butter, to jam or not to jam. Oh, peanut butter. Come on now, guys. You got to use that old noodle of yours. Yeah. See what happened. I'm not going to let Paige sit here and talk about my noodle. (laughs) No, thank you. He can't even remember people's last names. I can't remember people's names. Instead of Canada, you said like Canada or something earlier. Canada? Yeah, exactly. I don't even. 
Am I the only one that has Canada? Please, please correct me. You like, are. I, I, you are. I feel like I've heard that before. Did we talk about no. the birdie weapon that you kept talking about for the, months? The weapon. The weapon. Every time yeah. you said that, a little piece of me died inside. <laughs> I don't even well, teach we, English, we man. Ruin our, we ruin our analytics when we, you know, talk about weapons. So we have to whoa, talk about weapons. See, whoa, 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 whoa. See? They didn't even come Instantly. out with a weapon, actually, did they? I haven't seen it yet. Say Saskatchewan? I know Saskatchewan. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That's not... Uh, I think it's Saskatchewan. Ooh, get him, Josh. Saskatchewan. Get him. Saskatchewan. <laughs> Wait, someone Saskatchewan. just broke it down? Is that like Rask? Saskatchewan. But I also got... I had like a... Uh, I think we all... The team had a lesson from Jerry on Jerry Ann about how to say it. And so I'm never going to forget now. About what? We had a, we had a lesson? How to say it. Oh, how God. to say it. Canada? No, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. And your Such... loonies and toonies and... <laughs> That's made up money, for, for real. <laughs> no. Ruples, Zubles. <laughs> we love our neighbors to the north. Someone called uh, him America's hat. I don't know who. I mean, I kind of like that. It's better than one, uh, one. the armpit of America in Florida. Oof. Florida's the armpit of America? Who said that? That's a very it's more like thing. the Homer Simpson said it's the Wang of America. I mean, <laughs> Homer Simpson, he ain't wrong. Um, so, where are we at, guys? Where are we I, at? <laughs> We're getting sidetracked Chad, beyond belief. Chad's just derailing us. Um, yeah, but I want, and yet I, wanted, I got blamed for last week derailing us. It was the chat. Last week was conversant you. You decided to get high on air and then. No, no, no. I took a prescribed. Muscle no, relaxer. You said you found a muscle relaxer, which well, yeah, means it, was it wasn't prescribed. Prescribed to it was prescribed. It's it all about semantics. Mm. It was a tic tac placebo effect. It, yeah. it may have just been a tic tac. My wife whittled down into a little circle. But I will. No, since I we're kind of we're kind of getting derailed. Let's bring us into focus. Next week, do we want to announce our episode for next week? Um, it's not, uh, I don't think it's 100% verified on complete details, so let's wait until we'll wait on that one. We'll wait on that. All one. right, we're gonna have Never some mind. guests, though, no matter what. We're getting back to our guest track because there's only so much of us three jamming out that we can do without getting completely sidetracked. Like tonight, um, All Star is this weekend, which I'm excited about. Who team did you guys have, Ricky or <laughs> Paul's? Uh, we... for the all-stars All -Star. yeah um let's see ricky or paul i'm gonna go with uh i like paul's team i like, I like paul's ricky's team. team i like ricky's i'm gonna go team. ricky i'm going team ricky team rick and then what about on the fpo it's own and that's all you had to say um did you on the press conference, all she said was she hasn't played all all off season. She's just been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm? How do you not want to root for that? Hmm? Hey, man. And any, any team that that own goes goes on, I will follow. So it, it didn't really matter matter the picks. If she was the captain, I'll follow that team. Plus, I think <laughs> she got didn't didn't own get Missy. She got Missy Gannon. You are a huge. Missy I like fan. Missy Gannon. Yeah. So you know what? That's two wins right there. No, are we gonna do mm. our? Uh, oh no, I guess never mind. We can't. Never what are you mind. gonna do? What are you, we are gonna do? What? I said we can't. So never mind. Move on, thinking? Cody. I'm still just very upset. I don't have a Cervini. Um, 
I know. There's a lot of people out there. So if you guys have an idea for a giveaway, shoot it to your boy because I need to figure that out. But we're going to get you guys a Cervini so you could... Not me. I mean, I got one for you. I literally have... There was only two, like, blood orange ones that came out in my box. And so I was going to give it to my co-host, but... You want to sit there and mope around and be like, "No, no, no." Oh, what did you I, say? I don't no, no, get no, no, any. No, no. I'm not. I don't. I don't want them. Like, uh, or... what did you say earlier in the chat? I was like, "John, uh, like, did you hear that, Josh? He saved the best for himself." Oh, I did. No, I no. went and handpicked all of the transitional ones. Where that's how like, you do it. There's that's one that went it. from like blue to gold, and I was like, "Oh, this one is going on the wall." On the wall? Yeah. I thought you throw your disc. Oh, I do. I'm, oh yeah, because I, I throw all of these at any given time. I just have like a. Freaking shopping cart of discs on the field. You know Ooh. what? Matty O has done that, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure Matty O has done that. Um, you don't got to pay much. I, don't, I think, I don't know what the Six conversion rate is. and seven toonies. I don't know what the conversion rate is, but we can make so it this, happen for sure. This is kind of a good uh, segue into, officially, disc golf season is starting, right? We have All-Stars this week, LVC, Memorial, we're getting into the heart of the season, which for us is really, we survived the off-season of podcasting, bringing you weekly episodes. So as we move forward, we're definitely going to have amazing Canada guests. I had to think about it for a second. We're going to have amazing Canada guests. Jerry is going to come on eventually to talk about what the heck they've been up to. Um, but also, internet connection upstairs is unstable. So we got to figure that out as well so that we can get people on here with relatively ease and access. So also when it comes to Canada, if you all have guests in mind, shoot them to us, shoot them to Jerry. Jerry will take all the lists of who you want on the podcast and we will work our way through that list of guests. So she we're could be our up Canadian for, ambassador. Exactly. We're gearing up for a really big 2023 season for jammers. I'm actually really excited to be made it through the off season. Um, so we can start to dive into very real, Hardy, gritty content for you guys. But I love how that... everyone's just making fun of can the way you say Canada in the chat. I love it. Just... Canada? Canada? Cannot Canada? Very good. Canada. I, I am gonna reiterate though, I'm I am proud of us to making it through the off season with continuing to have like regular episodes because what happens in the off season is no disc golf. So <laughs> no, we, just, we gotta that, fill, we gotta fill an hour of nothing. It limits what you can talk about. Um, but we made it through it. You know, there were some gems, there were some uh nickel plated copper episodes. Nickel plated copper. What who says that? <laughs> I've never heard that as a, a is that a compliment? Is that a takedown? Well, like, it's a disc because like copper. if you have gold as the standard. Copper-covered nickel is pretty low on that list when you're gauging. Oh, so we're now we're talking about the rarity of metal nowadays. Oh, yeah. oh, now we're getting fancy. But we are getting top of the hour. So let's move to some closing thoughts. Yeah. Cody, start us off. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like. Oh, I'm sorry, Daddy. You guys are off. just so you're just so upset when you're talking about the nickel-plated copper. I feel like that's a, a a kick in the face to last week. Yeah, and yeah, and you're just showing that off like, oh, look at this. Uh, what yeah. was the kick in the face of last week? What did I miss? Uh, well, I don't know. You didn't pay attention. <laughs> well, we didn't put it on Spotify because your mic was terrible. So I'm sorry well, I couldn't listen to it on my week. way I've home. Changed. 
Not a single thing. Exactly the same. The same mic. Whoa. Whoa. Exactly. Whoa. Don't worry. I'll have to edit one. that crap. <laughs> Was it really loud? Like, I, I can't hear my own speaker through the mic. It got, I mean, mic it got, the it got pretty loud. But like, you know, last week's episode, that's just for the live viewers only. Because mm. they, mm. I, didn't, I didn't want to put anyone else through it. We didn't even want Paige to see it. I was there for a little bit, but then you weren't engaging me, so I'm like, I'm bored. Oh, with this shut shit. your mouth! <laughs> All right, my final thoughts. Mm, I'm excited. Tomorrow night, I cannot wait to watch some All Star coverage. Disc golf is back, people. Okay. It's back. Uh, I'm playing my first tournament Saturday. Uh, we have Team Jammers finally, so Paige doesn't have to annoy us anymore with it. Like, who are we picking? Who are we picking? So it just it's it's a great <laughs> week. It's a long weekend because of President's Day. So Sunday night, I can stay up late. Disc golf right. is back. You guys are here. Paige needs to leave. I need to stay up late. Josh, what are your closing thoughts? <laughs> you know what? I, uh, you know, everyone's excited for disc golf to be starting. Some live disc golf. I'm very excited about it. I'm more excited to finally get this team nailed down and see how we all can help grow each other. I'm I'm it. I'm really grow it all day. I'm uh, I'm more ecstatic than I thought I was going to be once we finalized who we're picking because we get like now it's real. Now it's time to figure out like what projects we can do or what we can do to help each other out. And um, I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah. But last thing is last night I went and watched a movie called Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey in theater. Seven out of ten recommend. It's a horror slasher movie. Based on Winnie the Pooh. There what you go. theater Fun shows fact. this? Um, Did you just watch those... in your basement? And that's what you call the no. theater? Like, what are you talking about? I believe it's it was made in um, I don't know what country it was. I think it's a European country though. But they're doing like one of those fathom events in the theaters, at least in the U.S. Um, but yeah, it's Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It's about Christopher Robin uh, goes off to college and leaves all of them behind, and they have to survive on their own. And he comes back, and Winnie and Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, sl slasher horror film, B-rated film, but A for excellence. And this is what the off-season brings us. Josh Winters' movie reviews about Winnie the Pooh killing people. It is Tune in next slasher, week. It is Tune in next like, week. He's going to talk about Toy Story. I, the I took my daughter with me to watch it. I took my daughter with me. We are cracking our... We were cracking up so loud in that theater because it's but it's so, a horror film. It's a slasher horror film, and it's a bunch of it's people making campy. dumb decisions. It's supposed to be like yeah. Now I gotta look I, this up about Winnie the Pooh who's murdering Christopher Robin. Check it What's out. What's it called? Winnie the Pooh it's, and the What of Death? <laughs> blood and Blood and Honey. Blood Winnie and the Pooh, blooded, blood out. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I mean. <laughs> My daughter and I were just like horror. What film. is that's, that? That's that is the p poster. Yeah. What the heck yeah. is that? Let's zoom in on you. Hey, bring it back. Bring it back. Oh. What is this, people? Oh, we lost page for a second. There he is. Here? We lost you. You. It was your internet connection. Don't blame. Yeah, me. exactly. I got blamed last week. Josh <laughs> no. was the ho what? What in the world did you watch? Right. It's dude. It's so good. It's. I give it. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. You, you did watch, watch it. it. <laughs> I'd watch it again. But he's also he's already been working on a sequel. 
and he wants to make a whole universe of like old Disney characters that you love. Like Bambi is one of them he's going to work on to make horror slasher films of those precious characters. I, I am very, do, very Do you excited. want me to tell you the ratings of this thing so far, or should I just leave that up to your imagination? I mean, that's kind you of the what? whole, like, cult hits, right? Like, they're supposed to be torn apart. But Evil Dead, be... yeah, I get it. Evil Dead was, like, the same vein. That was pain. I was thinking, of you, like, what was the, the Clowns from Outer Space or whatever, where it was, like, that kind of, like... Dude, Killing like, Clowns that, from Outer Space? That, 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 that was the whole thing. Like, absolutely terrible, like, review-wise, but Daddy's that not candy, campy slasher horror, like... You can't be serious about this. Like that's kind of that movie. Did it bring you mm-hmm. happiness, Josh? It did. You know the acting subpar, but you get past that once you see Winnie the Pooh with a sledgehammer coming after a woman in a pool. Like, come on, it is so good. He needs his honey. He needs it bad. <laughs> he just so, needs honey bad. like He's a bad. reference for drugs. All right, we're getting All derailed right. again. <laughs> closing right, off, not closing argument and closing segment. Come on, guys. All right. All right. All right. Hey. Josh, Go check out Winnie the Pooh, um, Blood, Blood and Blood Honey. Out. That's, our, that's this week's sponsor, Bloody <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Check it and out. So, with me, my thoughts are a lot of lessons learned this weekend. A lot of good people met. I am super glad I went. Um, I'm looking for growth to come from this, of course, and looking at what the next steps look like. Um, other than that, 2023 is going to be huge for Jammers in the Rough, and we're doing everything we can to grow it. But more importantly, we're doing everything we can to keep it authentic, genuine, and bring in like-minded people. So that always starts with you all. If you guys have guests you want to hear from, let us know, introduce us, whatever you can, because we want to talk to the people you want to hear from, I guess, if that makes sense. So with that... Go like and follow our Facebook page for weekly giveaways. Um, listen to us on Spotify. I do want to thank oops, our lovely sponsors, Dark Ace Disc, Rare Disc, Black Vinyl Discs, CH Sports, Soul Crusher. But this week, we're going to highlight Terminal Velocity. Um, you listened to us talk about them earlier today. There's a video's coming out. I'm going to have some videos for you. If it's going to be an amazing roller disc, awesome. If I can get some flight out of it, even better. Um, support those with mental health needs and concerns. Offer a ear. Listen to them. Um, just show some support. Suicide prevention is important. Suicide intervention is as equally as important. Your feelings are definitely important and valid, guys. So feel free to reach out to... All of the hotlines, text messaging, are myself and these lovely co-hosts. So with that, as always, keep jamming it in the rough. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>